0: Happy Sunday, everyone. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. NBA Finals going on right now. So you put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. If you're a new customer, it doesn't matter who wins. All right. This was a massive week for Arizona basketball and for Arizona football. So let's start breaking it down, all the specifics. All right. Now that Cedric Henderson is here, now that Courtney Ramey is here, you probably could look at Arizona as maybe being done recruiting, unless somebody obvious comes into the transfer market here or a reclassification, something like along those lines. Because as we've talked about before, the most important thing for Tommy Lloyd is Tommy Lloyd wants a talented roster and he wants continuity. And this is a very, uh, this is a roster that's got a lot of continuity prospects to it. So let's break it down a little bit. All right. So we got a perimeter right now at Arizona where you got Kerr Kreese is going to be manning the point. Courtney Ramey is going to be playing the two, but it's going to be a little bit of that one, one and a half situation right there. Then you got Pella Larson. Then you got Cedric Henderson. Those guys are all going to play major minutes. You could look at Kerr. Kerr's going to be playing 30 minutes a game. Courtney Ramey is going to be playing 25-28. Same with Pella. If Cedric Henderson is as good as advertised, you're probably looking at that one as well. So, and that's a nice little, it's not terribly dynamic, but it's a solid perimeter all the way around in that we already know what Carissa can do, his positives and his negatives. Ramey adds a little bit of that athletic flair to it. And a guy that can also score, but defend at a higher level than Kerr can. And then you got Pella Larson, Cedric Henderson, Henderson showed against Duke that he belongs on the court with anybody pops played in the nba that's always a big thing for me and then pella larson was the sixth man of the year last year so those guys are all playing period so the other positions that are at stake right here you've got Adama ball as we've talked about probably the biggest wild card in all of arizona basketball right now in that you could tell the coach liked him he showed glimpses last year whether it was pulling up from three whether that was taken off the dribble once or twice Adama Ball certainly showed that he had the capability to be a Pac-12 caliber player. So many guys make that jump from year one to year two. We saw Dalen Terry do it. It was year two to three for Christian Coloco, but we've seen that as well. So you get the point. He is a guy that to keep a lot of eyes on because if he can push into that starting lineup, or if he can get be getting 20, 22 minutes a game, that's a good thing for Arizona. Philip Borov cannon. I have no clue what to expect. I'm not going to pretend that I know what to expect here. Obviously for international prospect, everybody's seen the videos It's six foot eight. He's got a pretty good handle. He can shoot a step back. He's got a great form to his shot. Keep an eye on him. Again, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what to expect from him, but he certainly has talent. So you got six players right there that all have the ability to be able to contribute and hopefully contribute immediately. The only guy that I don't know will be contributing next year is Boer of Cannon, but he could easily be contributing because, quite frankly – He's got the ability. You just wonder where the minutes are going to come from because you got five guys where minutes are already probably spoken for. So then you look at the front court. You got Julius Tebelis. You got Umar Ballo. You got Henry Wieser. Those three are all going to play. And it's kind of along the same mantra that we talked about with the perimeter players and that Tebelis is going to play 30 minutes a game. Arizona just needs him healthy. Arizona needs him ready to rock and roll. And if he's healthy and ready to rock and roll, then Arizona is going to be more than okay. He's an all conference guy, as we know, probably 16 and seven, something along those lines. Umar Ballo, Henry Visar is going to be a very interesting, very interesting back and forth because we already know what Ballo can do and that Ballo can block a lot more shots than people think. A uh, guy npob on Twitter, great follow, by the way, has said that he would like to see Ballo block more shots. I think when you see Ballo getting more minutes, you're going to see that. Keep in mind, this was the guy in the Pac-12 title game that set the conference mark for block shots. So he can do it. He's got to get into better shape, but he is in better shape. I can tell you from seeing him around campus, seeing some workout clips, he's lost some weight. He looks thin. He looks trim. I, I think you're going to see a big year out of Umar Ballo. And then Henry Visar. Obviously, a big-time international talent from overseas. Very, very skilled. He's been on NBA radars now for quite a while. And when you watch him, you immediately see a guy that basketball comes naturally. He can shoot the ball. He can also get teammates involved. He's an okay ball handler. I don't really want him handling the ball, though. He looks to me more like a two-year type player. A lot of people talk about, well, You know, what is that? Why, if he's that highly rated, why is he only going to be here one year? It's a little bit different when you're coming in internationally and you're going to play one and you're not going to probably come in and dominate or put up the Chet Holmgren type numbers. Visar to me is a two year player where he's more of a nine and six guy, something like that as a freshman. He takes a year, he gets in better physical shape, he gets stronger. And then by the time that Uh, by the time his sophomore year rolls around, you're looking at all conference guy who probably has some potential to head to the league at that point. So these minutes in this roster, Dylan Anderson, by the way, I like him more than a lot of people do. He probably isn't going to play a ton of minutes this year, but you look at this roster right now and you got eight guys where minutes are pretty much locked in. You got a ninth and bore of cannon where who knows Tommy Lloyd put this roster together Perfectly, in that I don't see there being any problems and I see everybody having delineated roles. Now, let's talk a little bit about why there probably won't be another edition, but if there was one, that's where it could be. But first, I want to talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX. You put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays if you're a new customer, 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1 800 Next Step. The best thing about this right now is that you got the NBA finals on. And if you're not watching the NBA finals, you should be watching the NBA finals. But game four from Steph Curry was an absolutely virtuoso performance. And you're going to probably see a little bit more of that. It's now a best of three. Warriors have home court back. It's close to an even betting money line. Again, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's where you're going to get all of the best information. That's where you're going to be able to get everything from there. All of your gambling needs right there. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. Continuity is a massive thing when it comes to Tommy Lloyd. And that makes sense because of where he came from, Gonzaga basketball. You don't see a lot of one and dones, although it is funny. In the last two years, you've had one and dones with Jalen Suggs and uh, – um, Chet Holmgren, but generally it's built on the back of international players, upperclassmen. And when you looked at Sean Miller, when his teams were really good here at Arizona, there was good continuity because everybody generally knew their role. When things kind of got out of hand, it's where you had teams where you just had talent. You had Kobe Simmons, you had Alonzo Trier, you had Raleigh Alkins. Nobody really fit. Nobody was really going in the right mark that's not something that Tommy Lloyd's looking to have happen here at all and as a matter of fact i think that he would take a step back for a year as long as the continuity was be there to be able to project that forward so i don't look for any big people to be added um kylan boswell has always been a possibility as being a tran or as being a uh, candidate to reclassify i don't know that that makes a ton of sense for either side right now mainly because there's not that many minutes to go around. In Arizona, as much as some people like to beat up Kirk Creesa, they're not in the position to have to be bagging right now. That's not where they are. So, Arizona, I think, is going to sit with this lineup. We'll certainly keep you up to date on if anything changes on that. But right now, Tommy Lloyd is having the last laugh, as Tommy Lloyd generally will, because he knew what he was doing. He got everybody in here. And this roster, this is a good roster. Again, I don't think it's a national title contender, but it's a darn good roster. And this is a team that is going to win a lot of games next year. All right. Now, transferring over to football in a second. But again, drafting Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. NBA finals are on right now. You put in five bucks. You get $150 in free plays if you're a new customer. Again, it's the best deal going because it doesn't even matter who wins. And if it doesn't matter who wins and you're a new customer, why wouldn't you put down that money? Besides, we all know, too, that it's more interesting to bet on a game or to watch a game when you actually have money in there. Make it easy. That's where you're going to hop on right there. My pick of the week is I like the Warriors to win Monday And I like them to seize control of the series right there. So, again, hop on DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word, PHNX, and get all the best lines, all the best sports, everything right there. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit of Jetfish. We've talked about Jetfish, the recruiter, the program builder, and he got a slew of commitments this past week. Now, we're going to break some of these guys down, but I'm also going to break down what I think is most important. Like we talked about, this isn't going to be a probably a top 25 national class again, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be nearly as good. And we're going to break that one down for you here. Just look at some of the kids that committed here recently. Let's talk about Carter uh, Carter Stoutmeyer from Texas. Pops, Omar Stoutmeyer played in the league. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you definitely remember him. He had offers from Penn State and Mississippi State. He's also a sprinter. That means that multiple schools who are trying to be in the top 25 deemed him as a scholarship-worthy player. That's what you want. That's what Arizona is going for right there. So Carter Stoutmeyer, also very fast, so it shows that he's got some upside right there, an exciting prospect that they're going to be bringing in. Okay, now you've got an Arian Parish, another kid out of Texas. I like hitting the Texas market right there. Arkansas and Colorado. Again, Colorado, I'm not saying is great, but at least it's another Power 5 school. Arkansas is an SEC school. You do generally you're going to try to recruit higher caliber of players there. He was obviously viewed as being good enough there. I'm totally fine with that. Lucas Conti, defensive lineman, we've talked about a great deal at of Corona Corona Centennial, a big time program that produces players all over. He had offers from ASU in Colorado, could have gone to some other schools, probably on the West Coast, Washington State. But Arizona locked him up. Big kid, 6'5", 260, going to have the possibility of making some moves here probably by the time he's about a sophomore or a junior. And then another kid, a Justin Johnson out of Inglewood. Safety. Look at his offers that he's got. Florida State, Michigan State. That's what I'm talking about. Again, I don't expect to beat out Alabama and LSU for kids, but that second and that third, those second and third tier schools that are generally in the top 25 or hovering around there, that's where you need to be competing against because Arizona is looking to get into that market. Now, again, Ched Fish obviously gets it. There's a lot more that's going to be coming out here. He threw out a little bit of a hint on Twitter, and when he throws out a hint on Twitter, generally that is good news. So we'll certainly keep you up to date on that. But this is just a good time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan. Obviously, Tommy Lloyd has replenished the entire roster. Everything is going to be good. 2023-24 is going to be a monster year, I think, for Arizona basketball. Well, this year will certainly be a top 25 type team. And then Jed Fish continues to replenish right there. One thing that I will tell you, though, a lot of people say, well, if Jed Fish wins games, that means he's going to go on to somewhere else. Good. Good. That means that he's leaving the program in better shape than he found it. Also, when was the last time that an Arizona coach went somewhere uh, because they were so good at Arizona? This has generally been the place where coaches go to die. So if Jed Fish improves Arizona to the point where other schools of a higher caliber want him, that's good because that also means that you can win here. A template has been set, and another coach could be able to take that one up. All right. We're gonna be back with you on, we're gonna be back with you tomorrow. Big week coming up, recruiting weekend up in Phoenix. I'm gonna be up there with Jason Shear. We're gonna be looking at all U of A prospects. We got a name, we got lists, everything. But this is your one-stop shop. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.